We're together on a weekday, and we were recording an episode that we wanted to pour a lot of time into, and mom life has gotten in the way of us recording a new episode. <laughs> we have a lot of episodes no one's ever heard unless you were one of our patrons. On so, our Patreon which was basically like our husbands and a couple other family members. <laughs> no, just but we talked about the juiciest stuff. We did. We did. Kayla really know spilled the if tea. We should release all of the vaulted oh, episodes. Oh, I think we should. 100%. <laughs> should we break the vault open? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, we thought with going into summer, it would be a great time to share an episode we did about water safety and something I had huge anxiety over. We also talked to Laurel Pierce who actually runs a the place that we take our swim lessons. Yeah, we love it we, there. We take our kids and love Safe it. Slash. And she had some great advice for um, water safety. So we're going to reshare an episode that many of you probably haven't heard. Um, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you can check out our show on YouTube. Hi, my name is mom. No, youtube.com slash hi, my name is mom. We're on social. Sorry, Jen's phone my is vibrating, vibrating in my butt. It's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> and we're on socials. And hi, my name is Mom Official. And then wherever you get your podcasts. If you watch this episode on YouTube, however, it is going to be a still-framed image with the audio behind it. Still some people like to watch. But you like know, we watch. could just go like this the That's whole true. time. Ooh. And now right people listening screen. have no idea what we're doing. No, do wait, wait. Know, it's so confusing. Do doing you know both. when Loxley tries to swim sometimes, she wants to be Ariel, so she puts her arms behind her. <laughs> and she, she does Aww. that. It's really cute. Okay, Enjoy. Let's, talk about, let's share some stuff about water safety. Enjoy right? the episode. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. We're gabbing from the most amazing house in Destin that Kayla invited us to for a weekend of fun for Labor Day weekend. By the way, at my Florida vacation home, shout out, <laughs> come stay here. <laughs> it is so nice. I mean, can so I just nice. thank you from the bottom of my heart for buying a gorgeous home that we could all come party at? You know, what's crazy <laughs> is that our friend Brittany's here with us too. And she was like, oh, how often do you guys all vacation together as families? And we were like, this is the first this time. Is the inaugural. Which I had is to crazy. buy a house that fit all of us That's in order right. for you guys to take me on vacation. How many of us are there here? 18? 18. Nine adults and nine children. Nine kids under the age of 12. Kayla, did the weekend go like you thought it was going to go? Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Well, you put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into making sure that everyone was happy. So much so that we were like, we're fine. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I feel like that's just like that's who you are always. Yeah, it, that that's just like natural with like how I think everyday process. And so that wasn't that was I don't even want to say that was effort because it's just like how I operate. Yeah. Can I turn the question back to you, Corey? Sure. Because like the week before we all left, Corey was really really stressed. She was having a lot of anxiety about being in a house. Ooh, I like where this is going. And at the beach, you know, because her kids are newer swimmers and, um, you know, Teddy obviously can't swim at all. So how did you feel? I, we know how, well, tell everybody how you felt coming down here and then how the reality played oh, out. Good job. So a few weeks ago at our swim lessons that we do weekly with Teddy, she had a breakthrough where she got so excited about trying new things and really going underwater and actually kind of stepping into the water on her own. And she got so excited about it that it meant she just wanted to dart to the water. 
and she's only one and a half. So <laughs> Kayla's yawning so big. <laughs> um, we've had a lot of food, a lot of wine, a lot of playtime in the sun. Um, but I, I was having a hard time with the timing because what was happening is it would be time to get in the pool at swim lessons. And I could barely take my t-shirt off before she's darting into the pool by herself. And that age, they have no sense of self-preservation. And I became very nervous that staying at a house with a pool was going to be dangerous for her. Um, and I was trying to figure out whether it was truly anxiety or like an actual Kayla's sniffing her hand and I do not know why. <laughs> I just realized I cleaned the shrimp and I like I washed my hands after. I'm sorry. I washed my hands after, oh my gosh, but they still funny. smell like shrimp. I'm really interested in what you're saying though. Okay, so don't be, it's fine. No, I'm I was just, just really, I had, you know, part of, part of being a mom is having a lot of fear about what could happen to your children. And I just had these, this fear about her getting outside and getting it like going straight into the pool. And yeah. now Sebastian is four and Radley is nine. And I feel like they're both old enough to be able to go like, okay, don't, Reason, don't like go. you're not supposed yeah. to go out there without an adult. Yeah. And you guys were great about kind of like talking me through it, but also all of us acknowledging that it, it really is an actual thing to worry about, right? Yeah. It's, it's something that you don't want to become complacent about and not worry about because sometimes when there's so many people watching a kid, no, no one's, one's watching, watching the kid. Yeah. And then the first morning we got here, they have this amazing oh pool God. alarm. Well, first of all, yeah, the pool alarm was So so basically what happens incredible. is that when you open the door to the pool, which is on the bottom level, an alarm goes off until you push a button and then it continues to go off if you leave it open. And of course, the first morning, two of the older boys- Turn the alarm turn off the alarm as they off. were going And all outside. of a sudden I was like, where's Bash? Where's Bash? And of course he was just standing out by I the pool. I will say- Which scared me, but that, then yeah. since then it's been fine. I had to apologize to Jen's boys because I went outside and I immediately like scolded them because I just saw Bash out there. And because of your anxiety before- It bled over. Week, yeah. It just bled over. And so afterwards I was like, you guys did nothing wrong. I am- I apologize. I got heightened. I just wanted to make sure everyone was safe. Yeah. And Charlie, I like, I'm so proud of your boys. He looked at me and he goes, it's okay, Kayla. We all get stressed. And I was like, oh my. Oh my. Sometimes oh the kids are the adults. That's well, funny. I, I will admit that I went so far as to order a device that I have, I, that I didn't put on my kids the entire weekend. But mm -hmm. I was looking into pool safety because really the setup of the house in reality is not as scary as... It maybe was in my head because well, we've had a sort of baby gate thing rigged. If you had had like a one story home yeah, where and it's everyone lived on level one and you were always going in and out by the pool. Yeah. But the way this house is set up is so nice because level one is really like a full home in and of itself. But then levels two and three is where all of us stay. And, Caleb put no us and I did two. strategically like yeah. put you in a place where it was hard access and to Teddy get down there. And see the pool. Yeah. She's not trying to get to it. True. Yeah. So did your fear eliminate a little bit once you saw the layout of the house and just you realized that there were so many elements that she had to get by before getting outside? Yeah. Did that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so it wasn't as scary being here as I thought it was going to be. And we were able to really relax and we rigged a baby gate. And I bought yeah. these devices that are that you can put them on your kids and it's basically an alarm where if it gets wet, it goes off. And I- you, they're out of stock right now. So I ordered yeah. one used on Facebook and this box look like, looks like it's from 1983. <laughs> so, Sorry. But I never took them out. Um, but the interesting thing is that actually the biggest scare I had about water didn't end up coming from um, Teddy. Teddy. It was today at the pool. We had 
um, I had Radley with me. The little ones were napping and we were all at the pool together. And Radley loves to swim right now, but he's a relatively new swimmer. Yeah. So he's still testing his boundaries, but that's all he wants to do is be in the pool. And there was a moment where, and I was aware of that. And I was thinking, this is the kid I need to watch because he's the one I trust right now in the water the most. And he was out at the sort of five foot mark and sweet Ava, um, Jen's oldest was teaching him stuff. And so she'd been playing with him and then all the kids were kind of doing their own thing. And I saw him trying to go all the way across the pool Well, he was coming up for these little breaths. And the amount of time he was coming up for a breath was getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And at one point he kind of grabbed on PJ and PJ thought he was trying to pull him under. And he was like, Hey dude, don't do that. I got the baby with me. Not realizing. And I was, was I was was across the pool and I saw what was happening and I'm like, he's starting to not get a breath. So I like ran over there, jumped in the pool. He was about three feet away. I think he would have made it, but I pulled him up and he was really scared. And I'm like, buddy, what would you have done if mommy hadn't um, pulled you out? And he goes, mommy, I think I would have drowned. And that just like broke my heart. Okay. I was like, okay, well let's talk through why it's also what you can do. And he needs to test his boundaries. He needs those moments, but you know, Brittany actually posted something last week that has resonated with me so much. She posted, um, something on Instagram that said something like being a parent is about allowing your kids to do dangerous things carefully. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it has really like, I love the way that's phrase, you know, because when I look at the kids in the pool, the way that pool was set up today was, you know, like it went to the deepest point in the middle, right? So it was three feet, four feet, five feet, and then to the other side, four feet, three feet, right? Yeah. So I, I at least think, thank God it's not like an eight foot or a 10 yeah. foot middle, right? Where if Rad's four feet tall, if he's even bouncing off the bottom, he yeah. can- you know, kind of bounce himself a little bit. Well, we were so. talking about that. And it's, it's interesting because you think that in theory, but Ty was mentioning, he's like, when you're that low on air, like actually finding, not panicking and then finding the energy to push yourself yeah. if you're four feet tall. Or up, think rationally. Up, exactly. And that's what's happened before when he's gotten nervous. It was fine. That's why I had my eye on him. Yeah. That's why it's my job as his mom, that no matter how many parents or kids are around, not everybody's going to be aware of your kid yeah. as you are. And that's why I was like, I'm not going to be on my phone at the pool. I'm going to be right there at the edge. I can't even get too involved in conversations because I'm the only one who is truly just going to be, uh, and it's my job. No one else. I'm really, that. really glad you weren't counting on the lifeguard with the harpoon to oh watch him. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, the lifeguard with the harpoon. Charlie convinced Bradley that there was a lifeguard at the pool with a harpoon and he would hang out in the trees. We were like, no, I there's not. I had to pull Radley aside. I was like, look, Radley, there's a sign right here that says no lifeguard on duty. Oh my God. Like, you think we would just Charlie, let you get in the pool if it's Charlie, a Charlie. Like, I will say I had more anxiety in with Loxley in the ocean because yeah. she just would go. And that one, I think it was like the first day we were at the beach with you guys. Yeah. And she was like right there with Ava. And, and Ava is like one, an angel. And I apparently I'm going to have to pay her more than Hagen does to watch Loxley. <laughs> but, but like, it was something like you mentioned Ava, like you got her. And I was like, you got her Ava. And she's like, yeah. And then we turn around and like within like two seconds, Loxley's like back she's in like the water. Exploring. She's like, yeah, I'm coming down. She's totally exploring. And I mean, you can't hold a th- almost 13 year old responsible so hard for that. Beach. And so I felt like in the pool, I'm like, okay, Loxley's good. I probably could have been more of a helicopter mom, but like, I was like, I'm watching her, I'm watching her, her, I'm watching her. She had her puddle jumper on. I am more relaxed. I don't remember if she had her puddle puddle jumper on at the beach that day. She didn't. Yeah, because that's what I- I'm I'm so much more relaxed and maybe I shouldn't be, but um, I, yeah, I'm just more relaxed about 
I would stuff. almost think knowing us, we'd be the opposite, but mm-hmm. we're not. No. I, I have like yeah. funny anxiety about, you know, certain things. And honestly, I would rather have the heightened anxiety and be overly, oh, there's our timer, overly cautious just for like, and I think we all do look out for each other's kids. I think that's where I was. I was, I think that I'm such the little sister in the group. I'll wrap it up that I'm always like someone else is like helping me. And I know that probably makes me sound like spoiled, but like I've just grown up being the little sister and I always gravitate towards older, older friends, older crowds. And so I always just feel like somebody, like I'm always taking care of. I was, I was by the pool with the little ones. I mean, I said that Mm. to you. I'm like, I don't trust Rad as much as I will eventually. And so I was like, I'm just going to walk over. And I I think I said to you guys, I'm lifeguard today. Mm. And I like walked over. And I actually think that's an important thing anytime. Like there needs to be someone designated who just truly has eyes. And we have a group that is, really great about yeah, it anyway. For sure. But to answer your initial question, like I really had a great weekend, the anxiety about Teddy. I mean, I'm the same way, like near the ocean, you just feel like a wave could come, yeah. a big yeah. wave. Something you, you can't know? control. And where you're like, where yeah. are they even? You yeah. know, I mean, water safety. Um, it's like at least in a pool, you will see them just eventually. As, yeah. like, they're, just they're as a side note, we had um, Laurel Pierce from Safe Splash on yeah. um, earlier in the season. And we were talking about how actually now is the best time to get your kids into swim lessons because then they're ready for summer season versus like they don't regress them. so much. They over don't regress fall and so much. That's I will exactly say it. that one thing a takeaway from this weekend with swim safety is this was the first time Loxley was in a like is it a puddle jumper? Yeah, um, they are life. They are <laughs> like, life. Oh my gosh! And Bash wore one and loved it. And I actually think as much as we've never done it, we've always yeah. done we've always done the lifeguard approved um, life jackets because yeah. that's what they suggest at swim. Yeah. But now that she has the basics of swimming, she was the, kicking all over the place. The puddle jumper was amazing. Yeah, and, I love and, those. It, and it gave me a sense to like breathe a little bit while she yeah. was in the water. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was such an awesome weekend and was not taken over by anxiety. And now we're all sitting here in uh, shirts, uh, sweatshirts that say Destin, Florida. So. Thank you for having us, Kayla. And also, I want to say this. I know the timer went off, but I really, really appreciate how much you guys respected my anxiety because I know I talked about it a lot and both of you guys checked in with me on how I was feeling about it, helped me put my anxiety at bay and helped talk me through, like, you guys sent me a video. Hey, Corey, like, because you guys got here first, showing me how the alarm worked. And you, like, people could really easily be like, God, you're overreacting or like, you're overthinking this. And you guys really- there's Truly respected my anxiety yeah, and I appreciate that. There's that crazy fine line between yeah. it is a real valid fear yeah. and then letting it take over where it like forms decisions for you. But yeah. then there's also that mom gut, mom instinct yeah. thing. So it's really yeah. difficult. It's I'm hard to navigate. I'm glad I had anxiety because I just like, even just having like that quick, like I had such eyes on rad because I'd had a, mm-hmm. like yeah. had the anxiety about. To, anyway, I just want you guys to know that I really appreciated how much you, you could see that my anxiety was high you respected it and you helped me with it. And I really, really love you guys for that. Well, we love, love you. you too. We have a guest with us tonight to talk about water safety. And I am going to just say that I'm very excited to have her here. Laurel, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. What is the time when you should really start thinking about swim lessons? How do you approach that when it's time? We can start lessons as early as six months old. And it it's different for every parent. It, it kind of depends on what your goals are. And I mean, even just your exposure to the pool, but 
it's never too early to start swim lessons. And kind of the biggest thing or biggest mistake that a lot of parents make is thinking, oh, I'll just get in swim lessons two months before summer. We don't have to continue in the summer because we'll be playing in the pool a lot. And then they stop swim lessons in August and don't start back up again until March. Well, they just went half more than half a year without touching the water. And it's kind of like when your kids, if you just like have them stop learning, have them stop going to school for that long, like they're going to regress a little bit and they're going to have to learn like you're going to have to pick up what what you've left off or, or pick up even before what you left off because yeah. they, they forget. And I mean, none of us have any experience with that. <laughs> not going to school for a year. No, no, but like, I mean, swimming is not one of those skills where I'm not going to say it's a use it or you lose it. But like you do have to still be in the water and and kind of the way that we approach swim lessons is you come once a week and it's continuous all through the entire year. Like we don't stop. Ever. And so a lot of our kids that started at, say, age two, well, well, I mean, a lot of kids can't really do a whole lot at two, but they're at least learning safety and like how to sit on the dock, how to you're not allowed to come swim out into the pool until it's your turn. And um, just like learning how to follow directions when you're around water. Um, but some of those kids that have been coming for so long are now three. They have not stopped coming to swim lessons and I would feel totally comfortable with them jumping in a pool, turning around and getting back to the wall. Now, that doesn't mean that they can swim unsupervised. And kind of like you guys have said, I don't think that anyone should ever swim unsupervised. Heck, even I should not go to a pool by myself and swim unsupervised because truly anything could happen. Yeah. Like I am a very, very competent swimmer, swam D1 through college, like, but no one should ever be swimming alone. And yeah. I think that you, you never really know what can happen. And so just getting kids in those consistent swim lessons and not thinking like, oh, I'll just take a break for the summer. Or I'll take a break for the winter. And I, I get it. It's an investment. But I do like, in kind of our our philosophy, like swimming is truly a life skill. And so it's not something that's just like, oh, well, we could go play soccer or play basketball. Like, yes, those are all fun, great things. And I, I fully think that kids should be involved in sports. But like swimming, not only can it be fun and can it turn into a sport, but it is a life skill. Like everyone needs to know how to swim. We're out on the boats a lot. And to me, what is even more terrifying than a pool in my backyard is lakes in our backyard, because there is something about not being able to see the bottom, knowing that if my child slipped from my hands, I would not be able to find them. And that lake phobia, like the phobia, I guess it's a phobia. I don't know if it's a fear. Is it a fear or a phobia? We already talked about this. I think it's a fear. You it's, don't have an actual phobia of lakes. You just no, have a fear. I have a fear of, of, yes. It's and, when you can't see your feet. Yes. Like that's, and I'm with you on, I know exactly where you're going because yeah. you know, John and I are boat people. Yep. We get boats yep. every month, every summer. We're on the lake no less than twice a month. We're big paddle boarders. And we put a life jacket last summer. We put a life jacket on Loxley and put her on the paddle board with us. Yes. And like in a very shallow area, but we were scared to do that because last summer, you know, those things she so was just a year last summer mm-hmm. when we were doing this, a, a year to like 14 months was like the oldest. And I'm like, uh, this might be a little like risky for us. Like that's probably a big no, no. I shouldn't even like say that we did that, No, I'm with but you. it's such a part of our lifestyle. And so I'm curious because I will say we're very privileged to live in Nashville where we have swim schools readily available if we need them. But like, I feel like there's, we have listeners and there's a lot of moms that they, they don't have year round swim lessons. So what are some tick 
tips or tricks or tools that parents can do with their kids to prepare them um, if they don't have swim lessons available? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is is just continually talking about water safety, um, making sure that they know that you're, you can't even go near a pool without an adult, without someone that's with you. Um, I mean, obviously there's skills that you can work on in the bathtub, such as blowing bubbles and kicking your feet. But at the end of the day, a bathtub is nothing compared to an actual pool. Um, but making sure that if they don't know how to swim, having a good like Coast Guard approved life-saving device, like a life jacket is like the best thing that you could be using. Um, Cause one thing that we see a lot is kids will wear the little floaties that are just like on their arms and that promotes vertical swimming. So like that just keeps them afloat up here and their legs are sinking down underneath them. You can't swim like that. No one can swim like that. I mean, as you get older and stronger, you can learn to tread water and yes, that'll be in a vertical position. But other than that, like you cannot swim in that vertical position. So if you're at least wearing a life jacket, something that's more through like your stomach and back, then it'll, you can at least like start to work towards getting onto your stomach. And it's just getting comfortable being in that position versus vertical. What age, a supervised, of course, we can't reiterate that enough, but at what age would you expect a child to be able to swim independently? It, it very much varies. So, I mean, speaking from what we, who we have currently enrolled out of, let's say 600 swimmers right now, um, I have a three-year-old that can easily swim up and down the pool. Like she could join a swim team if she wanted to. Jeez. Wow. Um, but I also have a seven-year-old or even a nine-year-old that's terrified that has never really been in the water before. And so it, it really just varies. And I think with the three-year-old, like, one in particular has been doing lessons for a very long, like started at a very young age and, and they just stuck to it and they've been doing it so consistently. So now by age three, she's a great competent swimmer. Um, but I, I'd say three, depending on when they get started and if you stay consistent, there's no reason, especially by like age four, that they can't be swimming all That's kind of on so their cool. own. I, I love that you said that because I grew up, we had a pond and before that we, uh, we got, we got a pond when I was four and before that we Wait, would go. How do you get a pond? We dug a pond. <laughs> is that a thing? I was like, yeah. We ordered a pond on Amazon. No. It came in. That is what I no, would do. No, we dug a pond. dug a pond. No, like that's, that's what you have to do. You have to dig ponds. No, no. And, um, I was such a fish. I'm okay. I was such a fish that I I was swimming by three and four. Like that wasn't uncommon. We were at the pool and I was in swim lessons before that. But I, I mean, at five, it wasn't uncommon for my mom to be hanging laundry and me to be in the pond, like just swimming. <laughs> but I don't know why that's so funny. A pond? I would love a pond, I have to <laughs> I say. I would love to have a pond. I grew up in the country in Ohio. When I was six, it was the winter time and I had a friend over and the pond was frozen. And I was like, kind of like showing off and I fell through the ice oh, oh my, my goodness God. and it was it was really scary and I mean you can swim all you want but like if you fall through the ice That's like different. the ice was like starting to come back and like yeah. I remember my mom taking like a sledgehammer and trying oh. to like crack the like oh it was God. like super I can't believe it, I've oh, never heard the story 
I don't talk about it. I was really scarred from it <laughs> and getting hypothermia. Like it was an insane thing, your but mom um, got, your mom is such a badass. Oh, she, she really was like is. knocking it. And I remember when she finally got my arms, she was like breaking the ice and like shaking me. Cause it was, it's, it start, it's crazy. Ice starts to like form around you. She was having to like swing me in the water to keep the ice broke up so she could pull me up. Holy crap. And but thank you to Laura Art. Um, she was my best friend in first grade, and she ran inside to get my mom when I fell through. <laughs> she God. she saved my life. I also know about this method that I've heard about, and I actually really like that this is not the approach you guys take because to me, it could in, it could go one of two ways, and I might be wrong about this. But that method where you just like throw a baby or a kid into a pool. Oh, ISR. Yeah. So I mean. I am not an expert in ISR. I don't know exactly what they do, so I don't want to necessarily speak on that. I do know that the way ISR works, they come for like 10 minutes a day, and it's like maybe six weeks in a row. Of, and it has to be every day, every right? Every single day. Caleb was kind of explaining this to us last week. Yeah, and so what we have seen is we get a lot of kids that have done ISR, and one of two things. One, it scared them to death. Like Seems they like are it could so, give them so, a phobia. yes. So terrified. They don't even, I mean, I guess it worked in the sense they're not touching a pool. They're not going near it. So they're not going <laughs> to drown. True. But they, then all of a sudden you want them to love the water and you've like screwed yes, them up. Seriously. Yes. So, I mean, we definitely have had our fair share of kids that are just absolutely traumatized because they did ISR and like the parents were like, they said it would get better. It never got better. And like, I just feel like we've, I wasted all this time and now we're having to start over because they're just so afraid. Yeah. Um, but then kind of for those that said it worked, like it worked for that time being, but if you do not continue, and this is the same thing, like even with our lessons where you want to be coming consistently, they stop coming to lessons. The parents will sign them up for like our lessons to kind of further their swimming. And they think like, oh, well, they know how to float on their back. Like they're, they're fine. They can be in the, this next level. And they, they can't really do anything else besides float on their back. That makes a lot of sense. And so like one of the things that we're always having to kind of reteach them is how to blow bubbles properly, which seems yeah. like such a elementary, easy skill to learn. But like you can float on your back all day long, but if you don't know how to blow bubbles, like it's going to be very hard for you to make it to the side of the pool if you were to fall in like where yeah. you have to swim a far away. Yeah. So I don't know the the whole point of ISR either, but I, I do think I remember from friends whose children have done it is the point is to flip onto your back and cry or scream so that you get someone's, yes. it's like a yes. temporary life-saving maneuver versus like learning to swim right. and being yeah. com super comfortable. Can you imagine your parent who's supposed to look out for you, like just throwing you in a pool? Like to me, that no, would break my heart. Like John did well, that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, by the way, I have done that with all of my no, children. So I'm sorry. They, one, she was not six months old to like it was it was a very fun. like gentle thing totally fun. but my fear is that she is so freaked out she's like <laughs> like just complete panic mode if water is on her face well and I think kind of too even going back on the ISR thing like kids cry and they get upset and and like a lot of the times even in ISR they'll get over it and they'll learn and then they'll come to us to further their yeah. swim skills. And if that's the approach that you want to take, like by all means do that, that uh, we will gladly take you in and, and kind of teach you those next skills. But kind of another part of it, like we do see those crying kids that are terrified that do not want to get in the water. And a lot of parents just want to go out there and, and like comfort and console them and like be with them. And honestly, 
most of the time that makes it worse. Um, we try, like, I, I can only imagine how hard it is to just watch your kid cry, but typically they're just crying because they're in a new environment. They're not having to do anything that's truly scary in the sense of, like we do not dunk them underwater. Like we wait until they are fully ready to be putting their face in the water to, to be having them try underwater skills. And so I just try to always reassure parents, like crying is extremely normal. They are very young. Like it, it's, it's, if it doesn't happen, I'm shocked. Like almost yeah. always there's crying for the little ones. And it's just, I, I know that everyone has their different parenting approaches, but like you, if you go out there because they're crying, you're kind of just letting them know, like, well, every time you cry, I'm going to come out and get you. And I've never, not one time have we had a kid that has stuck it out that it hasn't gotten over it that where they yeah. like couldn't get past the crying, couldn't get past the fear. I'm almost nervous um, with putting her in swim I or not nervous, but I think that it might be better if I'm not with her yeah. with swim mm -hmm. because I'm her comfort and I'm her safety. I want her to learn that if she falls in a pool, it's on her. Mm -hmm. She's got to right. get out. Well, like <laughs> No, in the sense that like, you're going to drown. Like you need to learn how to like kick it and swim. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I don't want her to think I'm going to save her. I think the first few lessons I need to be there, but like I would almost rather kind of a parent's hands off approach. Yeah. So a lot of the time when it's a kid's first lesson, especially when they're like two, three years old and they're just like having a total meltdown, I try to always ask the parent, like, do you mind if I just take them in and I will take them, I will carry them in. I've had my hair ripped out. I've been kicked, punched. Oh, I, I don't care. Star. I don't care because the feeling of three weeks later when they no longer cry walking in is worth it. Like I, you can punch me all you want, but seeing a kid get over it after three weeks and suddenly like we had a little boy, I mean, scream bloody murder, his entire, the entire 30 minutes, his first two lessons. Third week, wasn't as bad, still cried the entire 30 minutes. Fourth week comes back, cries for 15 minutes. Then suddenly he's like, okay, this isn't so bad. He gets out of the water after the lesson, comes into the lobby. He just turned two years old, screams to the lobby. I did it. Oh, I did it. No. I did it. And I was like, this is why I do what I do. Like that moment right there. And the mom just trusted me to like sit with her kid that, who was crying and having a complete meltdown and I just sat there with him, like, just let him cry it out. And he slowly got more comfortable with what we were asking him to do. And now he is as happy as can be coming to That is lessons. the best story. And the cool thing about this particular swim school is that you guys haven't been there yet, but it's got like basically glass where you can sit behind it, which is also nice because you don't have to sit in the heat of the <laughs> pool. Um, but you can watch what's going on. And then they have a day that's like the last day of every month where you can kind of like go in that's and they get to week. show off. <laughs> and the kids love that. Uh, and then aside from that, it's like you just sort of let the instructors be the person who's helping them get comfortable. And I think it's so great to hear you say that because for me, this might sound like I'm a terrible mother, but I'm less worried about my kids having a meltdown than I am about the instructor having to deal with that meltdown. Well, and like, as, I just want to go like, I'm so sorry. My kid's being crazy. And no. And as instructors, I mean, everyone's trained and, and like, I always train new instructors on past experiences or, or kind of just let them know what's normal, what's not normal. And every instructor kind of has their own different background, like always working with kids. So they, everyone has had that childcare experience in the sense of no chance have you not worked with a kid that hasn't had a meltdown. Yeah. Um, 
but just knowing how to get over it and how to help them work through it. I mean, when a kid gets that upset, there is absolutely no reasoning to be done with them. Like they, they're upset. It is what it is. Like you just have to try to continue on. And I mean, we've even had kids that will scream for 30 minutes and then go home later that night. Mommy, look what I learned at swim lessons today. And the mom's like, I watched you scream and cry for 30 minutes, not participate in one (laughs) single thing. Like, what do you mean? And so it's like, even though she was screaming, she still picked up on what the instructor was asking her to do. And so then was able to progress. Like the next time she came back, she was totally fine. It, It truly is never too early to start swim lessons. And I think it's more so figuring out what your goal is. So like in, in that goal can change over time. If your first goal is like, I just want my kid being comfortable by the water, then like we, I, I truly try to communicate with people and figure out what their goals are. Like this week is splash and tell. So that's where all the parents go out at the end, get to hear about their kid's progress and then talk to the instructor. And I always try to encourage people at that time to let or like our instructors even to ask the parents, like, what do you want to see these next couple of weeks? I mean, is it just like getting more comfortable blowing bubbles? Is it getting more comfortable kicking? Is it figuring out how to get out of the water on your own? And some parents are like, want the more aggressive approach in the sense of like, we, we just want our kids swimming. We, we want to wait, which one am I? (laughs) But, and then, I mean, we have some that like, they don't care how long it takes for their kid to swim. They just want them to have fun while they're doing it and be safe. And so it's like everyone, we can accommodate all goals. Like if your goal is a, a very long, like a slower approach of just like really trying to be like calm and welcoming and, and just like a very, very gentle approach. We can absolutely do that. Now we are not going to take the, the, our opposite side of that of just like tossing a kid in the pool. We definitely don't <laughs> believe in that, but I like me as an instructor myself, like I definitely am a pusher. Um, I believe like I swam all my life and I want to, I want to see kids swim. Um, and I think the cool thing about us is we do have so many different instructors with so many different personalities. And so sometimes like I might be the, an awesome instructor for one kid and a terrible instructor for another kid and just based on personality alone. And I think that one of the cool things that we can do is, is try to find that match. And so there's been plenty of times where like our best instructor, a parent is like, you know, they're not really vibing with them. Like, is there someone else that you could recommend? And so it's just kind of talking about the goals with the parent. And that it's okay to do that. Yeah. And then yeah. figure out, okay, like this is the type of approach you want. Let's try this instructor. And yeah. every one of our instructors has been requested for various reasons, whether yeah. it's like they just, they've progressed really well with them or they made my kid feel so safe. All of them have their strengths. You um, were very specific about what instructor my kids should have. Yeah. And also, can I just say that there are monkeys and flamingos on the ceiling at this <laughs> swim school, okay? So it's like, it's not just like going to a random community pool or like whatever in swimming. Like there are stalls for each lesson and then kids need to be on their back, right? They need to be comfortable on their back. And Teddy's favorite thing is pointing at the, at the monkeys, monkeys on the ceiling. Yeah. Reach out to us if you're interested in one of these Nashville locations because um, we know people. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you reach out. Make sure you check out safesplash.com. And we'll see you tomorrow. All righty. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. The Hi, My Name is Mom Studio is brought to you by the Yard Sale Store. They have three locations in Middle Tennessee, and you'll always find really cool stuff you didn't even know you needed at 30 to 90% off retail. Check them out at yardsalestore.com and on socials at Yard Sale USA. Your name is Mom.